Tipperary is out the second week in June. Like even for yourselves, even for everyone around Ireland, I think that is the big shock. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we definitely didn't see it going this way, but um, I think that's down to the, the quality of the team in, in, in Munster as well. You know, you know, there's going to be four, four massive games. Like, um, and I suppose it's just losing the first one kind of puts you on, on the back foot straight away, and it kind of puts us under a bit of pressure. And then, you know, we just. We, did, we didn't show up in, in, in the Cork or Waterford game for, for long periods of it and, and left ourselves with a lot to do. Um, and then in fairness to Clare, like we, we, were, we were leading for most of that game, but they, they came back very, very strong near the end and probably deserved to win it for a finish. But um, yeah, it's just it's massively, massively disappointing, but we just have to go away and look at things and, and try to come back stronger for next year. What do you make of the whole new structure, I suppose, in the championship now? It, it, some people would think that it kind of affects you having four on the trot. Do you think something like that was hard on, the, I suppose, the physicality, the everything in the team? You need a f you need more than 15 now in something like this. I suppose all, all those kind of things and excuses, I suppose, is, is what you could call them. I suppose they're, they're going to be thrown around now. But, um, do you know, if we, if we had to win the first game and things run differently, everyone would say that it was all momentum and tipper building and things like that. Um, maybe you, you might look next year if they, if they looked at it maybe given that each team would have a week break within it that if they start at the same time as the Leinster Championship that every team might get that week break you know somewhere within the instead of playing four in a row but again I think that's only, only small things as well um, but yeah just uh, we just didn't play well enough in the games I think and that's really what it comes down to I suppose speaking about coaching a few minutes ago we'll move away from the Tipperary game uh, coming in one school I was there the other day I suppose something like that is amazing for I suppose the team youth coming up. Did you yourself play in something like that when you were younger? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's, it was actually just going around to some of the schools um, today, and, and some of them had competed in it, and you know the, the excitement that it brings to, to the kids and things like that. Um, and we were competing in as well when, when I was back in primary school, and it's really well one day as well, and they get to have a run out in Central Stadium, um, and you know that's what every kid's dream is of uh, at that age. So, um, no, they're brilliant, really brilliant run competitions. So the longer they continue, the better. And as we were talking about the, the coaching earlier on, you know that's bringing it back to the schools again, and. It's bringing all these kids on and, and giving them exposure, so it's great. I met um, Len Gaynor there the other day. Two of his grandchildren were playing. Unfortunately, they lost in the tears, obviously. It was literally like an All-Ireland final to them. Mm. You can totally understand, as you said, it's a day out in Simple Stadium. I suppose, literally, it was like being in an Ireland final because they were dropping to the floor, bawling when they'd lost, <laughs> you know, under 11. And I was like, oh, sure, God help us. And you can only run out to a few of them, you know. Yeah. But then the ones cheering and roaring, getting the, I suppose, the plaque. But, like... It starts at a young age, this disappointment, you know, you it does like. Definitely, yeah, and it's um just even like going in talking to, to some of the kids and, and um in some of the schools, you know, you, you kind of you know you get that point kind of across that you know that is sport unfortunately someone has has to lose and um unless you're like um you know the Great Kilkenny team that went by, you're probably gonna have more losses in your in your career than you are gonna have wins. So you have to be able to deal with that as well and, and move on from it and take the learnings from it um and just try and get better then each time you come back because as I said like you're on, unless you're, you're very very lucky you're not going to win more than you lose so you have to just, just accept it um, I suppose in my own calculations now this could be completely wrong I was at every single Tipperary game league and championship and in the league you had scored 7.72 this year alone and in the championship you had where am I 3.39 so in total you had 10 goals and 11 points between the league and championship this year that is I mean like can we all just take a moment yeah. to take that in I know, that's you're, you're going to be humble about it now and you're not going to, you know, I totally understand you're going to sit there and be like, why is she asking me how much you scored? But I just want to point out, this is me taking all the scores of the games. This is me watching you at every match, seeing what you're doing. And like... 
that's well, I, can we do can, uh, like that's, someone uh, that's, else needs to jump in here 10 uh, 10 goals 111 points in the last few games like this year alone can you take any personal solace from that or do you is it do you think it's all based around team team effort like um no, it is very much based around around the team but um i suppose from a personal point of view like it's it's a pulls apart from where it was last year you know um like i like was barely making the team last year and things and then getting brought on and taken off in in the all-iron semi-final like it's probably it's one of the most embarrassing things i suppose that can happen to a player so i had a lot of soul searching to do over the winter and even in terms of whether I was actually going to come back or not, um, so I had to make, make a big decision on that w- whether I was or I wasn't. Um, I suppose and then just to, to come back and kind of take it game by game and just really, really enjoy it, like you know, take it for for what it was and and just make the most of it and you know, getting settled in the team and things like that probably helps. So just kind of took it game by game from there. Just what, what we, we, name we, of God did you do over the winter to be scoring yeah. this much? <laughs> Yeah, that's the secret, Jason. <laughs> you could, uh, I, I can't kick a point in Gaelic. <laughs> 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 we won't mention that. Just on that, like it must have took serious, um, probably putting your own personal ego aside to be brought on, taken off in a game, and then come back and have probably. I know you're probably disappointed the way things ended with Tipperary, but to score ten um, and one hundred eleven is serious. Going had you serious motivation for this year, or was it probably just the way things worked out? Um, yeah, no, I definitely had. Um, I suppose as I said I had a good bit of soul searching to do and you know, I, I I bounced off a few people and even at home my, my father would probably be my biggest supporter, you know, and probably one that that coached me all the way along and different things like that and he'd be very kind of level headed about things so just had to I went to that and kind of asked him in, in the weeks after and he just he said whatever decision I wanted to make he'd be he'd be more than happy with it and just if I wasn't happy in it that not not to stay doing it and I suppose I just took a bit of a break and then decided that I was gonna go back and Make sure that I, I gave it everything, and then you know if it didn't work out again this year, at least you could say that you had no stone left unturned, and that you could you could, you could walk away then, you know, knowing that that you couldn't have done anymore, you know. Had had Michael Ryan talked to you over the winter, or was it just your own personal decision, or was he on to you after after that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, he he did. He he texted me um actually to meet the, the management. I think it was around November, I'd say, um in in the hotel in Ina. Like he hadn't really done that in, in other years, so I was kind of thinking, Jesus, is he going to tell me here now I'm, I'm gone? Like, and, and <laughs> this is, this is it. I might have to make a decision <laughs> when I'm coming back or not. Um, but no, it was just we had a very honest meeting in, in November, and he kind of laid out what, what he thought I needed to improve on and different things. And I kind of hopped the ball around as well and gave a few things back that I thought um, from my own point of view. And just it was a really honest conversation, probably something that, that needed to happen. And it just kind of steamrolled from there, and they, they kind of put the confidence and the faith in me then. Once the league and things started, they seen that the, the work that had gone into it. It's like it's like the Barry's tea ad, isn't it? <laughs> 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 we won't we won't mention Davy Fitzgerald either. Hey, I, I think <laughs> if memory serves me correctly, I think it was you that was involved in the altercation with him, was it? It was, it was yeah, it was, it was. Um, unfortunately, I think. The, some of the kids, even when you go around summer camps, they, they would let you forget <laughs> that one. So I've had that question thrown at me a couple of times now. Uh, typical clear man yeah. getting in the way of everything, Andrew. <laughs> Davy's a great fella, really. <laughs> you know. Um, I know, look at, uh, I'd have to say credit him there, uh, he's had a fantastic year, you know, um, looking at him even, the good few of the Clare lads played with him in the Fitzgibbon there and, you know, they spoke in awe of him at the way he was and, you know, I think, um, <clears throat> I think it's great, it's great when you get a chance to play with so many good teams, you know, you won the Fitzgibbon at, I suppose, your ease kind of and you kind of carried on from there and, Lucky enough, I wasn't probably playing a goal against you. I mean, you might, you yeah. might have chalked up a goal against me as well. He's the so. nightmare forward for you. The night, definitely, yeah, definitely. I know, but as regards, I suppose taking on the mantle when I suppose James Callanan was injured, it's probably not an easy thing to do. But did it fantastically well, and great credit to you over the year. Sean Um When I look back at the 2018 Championship, the one thing that will stick long in my memory 
and I know we're only even halfway during the championship, is that goal that you scored against Cork, like when Tip were totally out of it in the first half. Like, I, I was at home watching it. Do, do you recall that goal he scored against? And to, like, you, you, you just pick up a break, oh, and yeah. when a blink of an eye, the ball was gone. Anthony Nash has been in his back picking up the ball, and then I was on the coast. Said, I, I, I must rewind that. Did I miss that? Like, it just have. But that goal for you, oh my God, like the wrist work, the, like, the Leroy to go for it from that distance, but the wrist work, like, and Nash is a fairly good keeper, lads. I'm telling you, people find it hard to beat him from 10 yards, but you were like 20, 25 yards old. Phenomenal. Uh, but, like, your scoring efficiency this year, man, was just second to none, and the, and the figures stack it up. I, 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 I didn't realize that you had, you, you had demons over last winter and the heart to heart whether you were going to get involved this year or not. But, like, everyone, everyone wants to be a winner, but, like, basically, this is a... This is a pure example of adversity, do you know what I mean, where your career is on the line at the country, I know, at a young age, and then you either sink or swim, or you dig deep, and then you probably knew no, and you deep in it, like, you probably knew in your heart and heart, you weren't going to give it up, like, you know, like, and, uh, you had it in you to get back and do it, and then, like, that for me is a bigger story, do you know what I mean, kind of, a guy, literally, he's on the floor, being knocked out, everyone's writing him off, and he comes back and he has that season, man. Kind of, so well done to you, right? And then, uh, did you say this is your first season, kind of, like, starting, kind of, continuously? Continuously, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know, the, the other seasons I've kind of been, been in and out of the team. You know, you might start a game or two here and there and then yeah. been in and out of it. So, no, yeah, first proper season, you know. And I think it was time kind of for me to, to step up to two. I've been, I've been on, in, knocking around the panel since 2013, so... You know, it's a long time to be there too. And, and it's funny, Jason, right? your story kind of resembles a small bit of Jerry O'Connor that I play with from Newtown. Like, like, so he was, he, his twin brother, Ben, like Ben was a star from day one and he, what you call it, uh, Ben played on the Cork senior team straight away from the get-go. Jerry was in and out, in and out for a couple of years, in and out, kind of, Donald O'Grady gives him a full start one season, and then the man just never looked back, do you know what I mean, like, so, um, uh, and then you're after going through that this year, so, upwards and onwards, fine, kind of, well done in a great year, and may, may you have many more, except for one condition, that, when you do, when you do play against the guys from Red and White, just don't score goals like that ever again, right? Kinda, <laughs> but, but if it's against if it's against the stripey guys back in Amber, by all means, by you, you have my permission. You have my permission to score 10, 20 of them, by by, by all means. But um, and look, I know it's been a tough week for Tipperary. Like like you, I'm still pinching myself. I still think of Chrissy Ring. Chrissy Ring always said, like, t uh, did Jay without Tipperary be only half-dressed? And that's the Cork's best ever greatest hurler, saying that about, uh, saying that about Tipperary. And it is going to be strange not seeing Tip, but the reason why Tip have 29 All-Irelands, is it? Are you 20? You're 28 or 29, anyway. The reason is not because you've won it, because they've bounced back from barren years. And then, lads, mark my words, lads, I know a lot of people are jumping up and on because Tipper not involved this summer. But the time you watch, the time, the time, the time you watch for Tipperary is the time like when they're hurting. Because I speak from experience, guys. I've been there. You don't want to meet a Tipperary team that's coming back on a rebound because basically, more times than not, you're passing a horse and jockey with your head between head <laughs> and your tail between your legs right, after uh, after hammering. So look. I, 
temporary group has no doubt they'll be back. History, like history has, history has taught us that that's been the case, and then it will be the case. So, Jason, just to take up your said you've been on the panel since 2013, and I suppose we all know them people who are kind of on the panel on the periphery of it, and on and off the teams probably in the league and don't make an impact on uh, uh, in championship like you have done this year. Is there any changes you've made over the winter as regards training, as regards your diet, as regards probably um, the way you've conducted yourself outside of that that probably helped you make that change? Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose getting out living in college too makes a, makes a big difference. Um, but no, like, you know, at the end of every year when, when you finish off the county, um, you, you don't really know what, what the story is with management or you don't know what the story is with the backroom team. So sometimes it can be hard to go and get you know, stuff from the, new, the dietitian things because you don't know if they're going to be there and then you know, they're only working off whatever. Like they're, like they're not going to go and do a full personal. That's the way it is in Tibbon. They're not going to go and do full personalised. I, um, I went away and last year and I worked with um, a PT in, in Nina. Um, he came kind of well recommended and he was in there after opening up a new, new gym inside. Um, top class gym now in fairness. Um, and I worked with him then for, for, for the winter months. He, he kind of set out a whole plan. Um, something from different that I, that I would have been usually doing in, in the off season and I just kind of took into that. I was I was on teaching practice at, at home, so I was in a routine of jumping up early in the morning and, and into school, and then into the gym in the evening times and things like that. Um, and I suppose some of the, the the last couple of seasons I've struggled big time with with, with hamstrings um, between playing in the colleges and playing with, with, with tipping the league and things and overloading things like that. The, the hamstrings just seemed to go. They were kind of a weak point for me, and it seemed to go most years and you could miss four or five week, weeks at a time and that sets you back especially when you're not an established player like that kind of sets you back an awful lot and it can be it can be hard to get back into the team then so I made them kind of a, a focal point that I was going to try to build those up um, and touch wood you know th- th- this year I've I've had that the, the body stayed healthy and I think I've played every, every game for, for tipping the league um, and in, in the championship and played all those minutes so so the, the body has held up well, and, and I can only put that down to, to that trend in, in the winter, like because you don't get a chance really in in season, like when the matches are coming. And Angel probably tell you that as well, like that you don't really get a chance to to be to be doing as much gym work because you're trying to stay fresh and things like that. So I think the the bulk of the work needs to be done from November to to February or October to February, really. Th- th- that's an unbelievable achievement, and I suppose the fact you just stayed healthy all year is a credit to yourself too. And it's it's all about consistency. I think if anyone can stay consistently fit. It uh, probably makes a, m- makes, a, m- makes a big difference and can you get, get, get your leg up? And Just one more, I suppose, Jason, now you've the summer to yourself. Have you any plans? Are you gonna, is America appealing to you at all? Or? Sorry before he goes any further, he's to come to my camp, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we've that sorted yeah. before she asks you that question. Is that all right? <laughs> is it? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Putting his camp aside so for a second now. Have um, you any plans? Or? No, I... I, I Thought about it after the match. I, I actually had a few lads kind of on that, that I know that, that are abroad in America. Um, great lads that are involved with, with the hurling teams there, and they, I kind of put the feelers out to see would, it, would I be interested in coming out. But um, I just felt that, you know, especially after having probably my best season with Tip to, to go away to America now and leave the club kind of high and dry wouldn't be wouldn't be something that that I'd be willing willing to do. Um, and plus, I had a few commitments here made already with the, a few other things as well. So I had a few commitments made that, that I didn't want to be be breaking either. So I'm happy enough to, to stay here and get away with the with the missus on a holiday and the few different things that that I can do, concerts and different things that maybe other summers you mightn't get to do. So um, there'll still be a lot to, to, to do here at home. So I, I don't I won't feel like I'm missing out on uh, You're in Westmead from the second to the fifth of July with the Sports Talk Summer Camp and RK Sports involved as well. Um, what what can players suppose turn up and pupils turn up to expect from that camp? Yeah, um, I think it's going to be be a great camp. Um, the lads have put together some some really top class stuff within it. Um, 
you know, there's going to cater for for younger kids and older kids, um, and it's going to it's going to differ maybe from normal camps that that kids might go to in terms of like they're going to be talking about nutrition and flexibility, strength and conditioning, and all that kind of stuff, um, which I think is is going to massively help players. And you know, even see it with, with players back home in the club and around um, in different clubs, the ones that kind of are getting exposure to that kind of things are the ones that are nearly hitting the ground ready to play senior at 17, 18 years of age. Um, so I think that's coming massively into the game. So the the quicker they can get the exposure to that, I think the better. So just really looking forward to, to getting involved there. Yeah, it runs for four days. I'm delighted to say he's not going to America anyway. So <laughs> yeah, no, I run one for four days and it was, <coughs> I'm delighted I was brought on to talk about the coaching part. Uh, I run it from, we'll say it's about five to 16 and uh, to be honest, the main goal of it is there's two there's two reasons for it. I went up to the field. I'd say it must be about two three years ago now, and uh, the reason for it was I, I looked out onto the field. We were training at half seven with the club, and literally we've two pitches that are side by side, and you just see over a hundred kids just scattered everywhere. And I just said to myself, I'd love to be able to give them something to do for even a week or four days. So like the cool camp is ran for us at the start of the summer. So there's kind of maybe six, seven weeks where they're just idle. And I just kind of said to myself, I'd just love to be able, you know, there's good focus groups, uh, RK Sports making appearance as well. So, um, but it's it, it's down Not to that. Plug. And at the, at the end of the day, it, at the end of the day, it's, it is about fun, you know. So the likes of Jason and them guys, and, you know, we've had Joe Canning in previous years. And looking for his name to be on, you know, six-year-olds hurley, it's, you know, it's part of the week. And that's, that's what I kind of really like seeing at the end of the week, look at, if kids learn and they learn a good system and everything like that, great. So the weakest part of our club, unfortunately, would be from 12 to 16, maybe 13 to 16. So for four days, they get you know top-class guys coming down to them from all over the country, and hopefully it kind of takes off from there. Well, that's it for this week's on Sports Talk and our Super 8's podcast. Brilliant, been joined by picking the brains of Jason Ford, Andrew Fahey, once again, Sean O'Rourke, and delighted to have joined by Valerie Wheeler here. Um, and I suppose fantastic been here in the lakeside and getting to meet people in person as well fantastic location certainly would recommend it to anyone who is thinking of bringing their other half away for a weekend uh, until next week until you tune in again good night Ryan thanks very much